Welcome, fellow anglers, to the Working Class Fishing Podcast, a place for all anglers, amateur or expert, to share their stories and learn about fishing. Join your hosts, John and Brian, each episode as they debunk the perceived inaccessibility to fishing, break down the barriers of any and all angling methods, and hear stories from other anglers and their own journeys with fishing. Now, let's get this show started. Welcome back to another episode of Working Class Fishing. Uh, stand by. All right, so we'll see if it works this time. Uh, welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Working Class Fishing. I am the only host today. Uh, Brian's internet uh, was sabotaged. And um, just everybody, thanks for tuning in. We've got a pretty awesome guest tonight, but real quick, we're going to run through our sponsors, and that is Lid Rig, Max and Outfitters, Anger Use Through Fly Company, and Troutlander Nets. So uh, go check out all of our sponsors. All of the information will be in the show notes. And our guest this evening is none other than Ryan fucking Evans from Queen City Guiding. So Ryan, dude, thanks so much for taking time out of your evening and coming to talk to me, dude. <laughs> Thank you too, man. <laughs> it's great talking to you. Uh, I was wondering if I should Zoom or uh, make the title for Zoom Ryan fucking Evans or not. I wasn't <laughs> sure if that was... Uh... <laughs> My wife said, yeah, she was in. <laughs> Dude, so, I mean, how you been, man? Like, Good, good, good. Just really, really busy, honestly. Uh, life is uh, in the, uh, what's it been, like six years I've been with my wife. It's been pretty much hectic the entire time. We've gotten married and started our own businesses. And, yeah, it's just... Uh, it's it's kind of crazy <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like a good crazy though dude yeah 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 you gotta keep busy you know keeping busy uh definitely makes a day go by that's for sure <laughs> oh dude <laughs> absolutely so ryan um why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about yourself all right. Well, I am Ryan Evans. I am the owner operator of queencityguiding.com or well, yeah, I have a .com. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I do guiding and uh, the newest thing for us right now is uh, I'm actually coming up on one year of having my own brick and mortar shop uh, up here in Western New York. So I have a, a fly shop. I also sell some, uh, some spin gear, uh, spinners, you know, make some lures, stuff like that. Uh, just <laughs> trying to have our own, uh, we don't have any locally owned fly shops up here. It's just, uh, we have an Orvis shop, we have a Cabela's and that's about it. Uh, there's people from my area. There's a lot of people that fly fish in my area and there's not a lot of places for them to go to, uh, buy stuff to fly fish. There's a lot of opportunity for tons of different species but nowhere to go and buy and uh shoot the shit at a shop you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> until now <laughs> i'm dude, finding out yeah but that's awesome dude because i mean you're catering to that need yeah know, like, for sure and that's the know, thing is like it's uh it's definitely it's been growing like i said it's uh coming up on a year i think like two weeks from now will be a year i've had the the shop open so 
I mean, honestly, even since I opened just the shop, it's crazy how much growth there has been, how many friends I've met that, you know, I have just in this last year that are my good friend. Like (laughs) my one friend actually came to my shop the other day and took my daughter and like was walking around the town with my daughter like this is a guy I didn't even know a year ago (laughs) 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 just uh met a lot of very cool people and it's been great because I've I've always loved um (laughs) I don't like people but I love people you know that's the greatest thing about retail is uh the people but it's also the worst at times yeah (laughs) (laughs) But it's uh it's nice getting to a point with the business where you can make that decision, you know, and uh, you can tell somebody like it's it's not right, you know. If people contact me and you know they want all they want to do is talk about um, how many fish we're gonna catch in a day, like honestly, that's you know, like I'm trying to get people that are trying to have fun, trying to learn, trying to expand their horizons, learn new techniques, stuff like that. Not like oh, I want to catch x amount of fish you know so So. what what are what are some of the species that you're guiding for in new york uh that i guide for i guide for i mean the majority of my guiding is for uh inland trout so we have we have great lakes run steelhead i don't know if (laughs) brian will let me say that word (laughs) or not he's not here he's not that's right (laughs) i was wondering how that was gonna go if i was gonna be allowed to call them steelhead or not so we all call them steelhead i understand they are not salt touching steelhead i understand that but you want to know what we got a lot of them we don't have no problem with numbers you know we have good runs of fish (laughs) So uh, that's what draws a lot of people into my area is uh, the steelhead fishing, the brown trout fishing, stuff like that. So it's uh, that's majority of my guiding is out-of-towners. So that is, you know, the steelhead, stuff like that. I also do uh, inland trout fishing um, right behind our shop, actually. There's like the the cataraugus system you know there's it's it's a huge river or it's not it's actually called a creek but it should be a river (laughs) so uh that's super close to my house and all that is you know within five minutes to 45 minutes from my house so trout fishing is a majority what i do i know a lot about it i know uh all the different techniques and uh, I go down rabbit holes and all of them uh, from time to time. <laughs> so uh, there's that. And then I've, uh, this year was my first year guiding for muskie. I've been fishing for muskie on the fly for uh, years now. And it's just, uh, it was, was the first time, the first year that I actually opened up my books to guide for them. So I'm doing that. And then I also do smallmouth and just like largemouth bass and stuff during the summer. The summer this time of year is honestly um, the slowest time for fishing up here because the trout are getting to the point where some of it's not fishable. Like you can fish mornings, you can fish certain things the whole day, but (laughs) you can't go out and fish all day long you know it's been 80 it was 88 degrees today you know so it's just it's getting warm <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wake up in the morning i'm not even kidding and it's like 82 degrees at oh five. i'm sure yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude so i i hear you man so um you kind of 
you, you, you said some buzzwords there for me and that's, so how, how's your muskie been? I, I know it's probably too hot right now. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Here I pretty much, I'm going to, I did like a bunch of trips in uh, right when we opened cause we have a close season in New York, you know, so it's, it's beginning of June. It opens in certain bodies of water. So that's, I did a few, like the first few weekends, first month of weekends, pretty much. I did that, you know, and then it gets to the point where the water gets warm and uh, a lot of these lakes have a lot of cottages and cabins and stuff like that. So there's lots of boats out and it, it just gets frustrating, honestly, at times because people, <laughs> people in New York will cut between you, like you're obviously fly fishing to a dock and they'll cut between you and the dock bumping some ridiculous music and then like wave to you and be like, Oh, it's a fishing. And it's like, well, it was good until you came. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I think that's everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, it was just funny. Cause I was up in the Adirondacks recently. So like, you know, that's in New York too. That's yeah. honestly one of the things I love about our state is we have so much different stuff you know so like out by me there's tons of fishing there's tons of fishing the Adirondacks there's the Delaware River there's just so many different things you can do inside of our state you know so we were up there and uh we were on this lake where it's it's a nine nine motor restriction you know so like this one boat came out and he definitely had a bigger motor and my buddy was just like so dumbfounded. He was like, what is this guy doing? Like, uh, I was like, yo, this is mild, bro. This is one boat. Like, <laughs> try go having like a pontoon go through with like three motors hanging off the back that are the size of my boat. You know, it's like, it's just unreal. <laughs> <laughs> I hate pontoon boats. <laughs> so do you, uh, do you have a vessel or is it all... Uh... Well, it sounds like you're yeah, I got a few. Oh, you have a few. Damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a 14 foot, just like little tinny, uh, you know, just little aluminum boat with a tiller on the back. That one I <laughs> I've had for a long time. That's like bigger water stuff. And then I have my drift boat. Uh, I have a a 2015 stealth craft, just like a small 13 foot stealth craft. And then. Uh, I have a pontoon raft. I got a canoe. I got all kinds of shit, <laughs> but all small crafts, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, so I, I know each has its own place. Sure. Uh, where, where they're like actually effective. But if you had to pick one, like your, your wife was like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta get rid of these. <laughs> and and well, honestly, like, if I had to do over again, like I love yeah. my drift boat, but if I had to do over again, I would have got a raft instead okay. because around us we just don't have we don't have rivers you know we don't have big river systems with a launch where i can put my boat in you know there's yeah. some spots where i can drag it down this bank you know it's uh anytime there's a a boat launch around here it's a kayak and canoe boat launch it's not a trailer you know so yeah i have a drift boat i'll never get rid of my drift boat because I'm a four hour drive from the Delaware and I can go out there and I can dry fly fish out of my boat. And it's, it's awesome for that. It's, you know, it's, it's comfortable. It's nice. And 
yeah but around me i use it on lakes you know i use it on lakes i use it a few places in some smaller rivers but i mean the nearest river to me to put my boat in is an hour and a half hour you know so that's why the i got the new canoe actually that that's just like a it's it's a kayak (laughs) Every well, everything I have is, uh, you know, like the drift boat is like, you know, people ask me about it. I say it's like it's like the Honda Civic of drift boats, you know, or like of <laughs> rowboats, you know, it's got neon lights. It's got a stereo. Like <laughs> it was expensive, you know, like but realistically, it's a fucking rowboat, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then my canoe is the same thing. It's like, you know, I bought like the nicest canoe you can get pretty much, but it's like, you know, it's still just a canoe to everybody else. And we're like, oh yeah, it's a canoe, no big deal, you know? <laughs> so. <laughs> so have you been, uh, getting to got to do any like uh leisure fishing just just fishing with maybe you and the family here recently or has it all just been like business dude well lately it's just been like super last minute stuff like i can go out for three hours here three hours there you know uh me and my daughter did go up to the anirondacks recently um a friend of mine guides up there so we went up and stayed with him and his family. They did like um, a kid's like fishing and camping getaway. And then okay. uh, the one day that we were up there, I did like a uh, fly fishing, like um, just introduction pretty much, you know, showed him a rod, showed him how to cast it kind of, you know, we just caught some bluegill and stuff. So, but it was cool dude, just getting the kids like exposed to different stuff, you know? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. And, and they need that the for sure especially you know i mean i know we're kind of like past the whole like pandemic thing but we're not really you know no no we're not at all actually my my uh (laughs) i didn't see my kid for like a week last week because her she was with her mother uh quarantined with her because her mother got covid so yeah yeah you know (laughs) it's it's just still a thing (laughs) yeah you know it's just like you know, especially when it all happened, it was like everyone was like shut off from everything, but especially the kids, dude. And it's like, it's just really nice to see yeah. the kids be interested in getting outdoors again. Yeah. <clears throat> my my daughter has always just been super outgoing. Like she loves any other kid. It doesn't matter. Like, honestly, <laughs> right when uh, the pandemic broke out, the, for one of the first times we were in a store, uh me and my wife were in the store and I looked over at Emily for a second and she was holding some random kid's hand you know just like walking (laughs) along like being all innocent just like holding this kid's hand and I was like how do you yell at the kid for that you know it's like I'm not gonna yell at her by any means but it's just like you're not supposed to be doing that but you know she's just super outgoing especially with other kids you know she loves other kids but dude, that's just that's that's awesome. That's wholesome. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you're are are you like a bead aficionado? Are you like pegging some mean beads for a steelhead? <laughs> <laughs> I know all about beads, dude. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I probably have hundreds of beads in my possession. <laughs> dude, so um are you using like the hard beads or the soft plastics 
or like yeah, just no, eggs or all of it? Okay. Yeah, hard beads. Honestly, like I don't. Yeah, like <laughs> it's funny how many people come in and ask like if we if I sell egg sacks like at my shop, and I'm like, nah, <laughs> man, sorry, I got egg flies, <laughs> but like, no, nah. I like egg flies too. But honestly, beads are just like, especially from guiding, like they're just so much more cost effective. They're fast, you know. You can change them out quick. Uh, the only thing I don't like about a bead is um with inexperienced fishermen they don't realize that you got to jab that hook you know like where yeah. if you get somebody who's only been dry fly fishing for trout you know they're trying to do the little dainty lift thing like that doesn't work for these fish you got to jab them you know you don't like hold the reel and not let them get any line but you got to jab them off the get-go you know especially you want a bead because they're not even eating the hook you know they're eating yeah. the bead and then you got to jab them with that hook so yeah it's 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 effective you know people call it snagging people call it this that like i don't care <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's effective it's um it's i don't know i'm not killing fish and you know slicing them open on the bank side and stripping them of their eggs you know yeah. which happens out here so so you're you're kind of familiar with the niagara as well right oh yeah Oh yeah, I spend most of the month of November in the Lower Niagara. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, I just have a lot of people that come into town for it, so yeah, I spend a lot of time down there, and that's the time to be there. You know, late October, early November is the best time. So how how is I mean not to not to toot your horn here, but I mean three times three times piece to the east i've won it yeah no only once <laughs> just once okay no we only won it once i've placed other times but okay. not like that's the thing about the beast is like uh it's a three-man tournament so even if you don't shine as long as your team does it's all good you know <laughs> <laughs> like last so year it was my boat, but I don't think I had a single fish follow. I didn't hook a single fish, you know, it's like PJ caught all the fish and like, he made us look good, but like, you know, I got the net one, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I did something and you know what? It was my boat. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, so was my was, fish. <laughs> were, was it you guys that were like that overslept or were you guys the on time <laughs> team early risers oh yeah i think that was the uh that was the year that uh jace was with us yeah we we slept in yeah it was, it was a shit show <laughs> Dude, honestly like casting musky flies for two days straight is it's rough you know yeah a little bit of a break isn't the worst thing but the problem with muskies is they're so you know so moon oriented and stuff it's like when they eat they eat you know it's like the tournament shows us that every single year you know it's like when the when one fish is caught there's multiple fish caught you know and it's it's not a coincidence you know yeah so what what are what are some of those kind of patterns that you've picked up on that you're willing to share like some of that knowledge 
um, in it's regards minor, to majors yeah. and minors, you know, and just looking for those times. And that the biggest thing is being, being in an area where you've either seen fish or, you know, there's fish, something like that during that time and being on point during that time, you know, and that's just during that time, that window of time, those fish are going to be more, uh, just more aggressive. It's, it's, you know, we notice it with muskie, but it happens with all fish, you know, it happens with all species of animals, pretty much. It's just the way it is. It's what the one thing that every animal can count on is the moon. You know, the moon doesn't change. Like the sky can be different color or something like that day to day. The moon doesn't change. Yeah, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't really think of it like that, but I mean, when I think of moon phases and stuff, dude, I, I think of hippies and crawdads because crawdads hatch like every full moon. Okay. And, um, and then I think about hippies and that's it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, for years I like had people tell me about moon phases and I just, you know, I knew, I know it's a thing. Sure. Like it might mean something, but like so many times it was just like, I don't care, man, I'm going to be fishing when I'm fishing, but it is also nice to look at that moon cycle. So like on say like, so lunar or something, that's an app I use. So you look on there and then you see like when your minors and majors are. And then, you know, it's like, last time we went fishing for them is like it wasn't going to be till three o'clock in the afternoon three to like four or something was the best time and then you know say we would have gone there at first light and fished until two three o'clock we get tired like ah let's get out of here and then we leave right at the best time you know so yeah it's just something to definitely look into it's like it can help you plan your day you know just and that's the other thing with the um, with the tournament is like you can fish a river or you can fish a reservoir and it's you know a reservoir I can go back to where I know fish are you know like I don't have a jet boat I can't do that on the river yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> so on the reservoir I can I can go back to say I see a fish on some off time and then we know this moon event is at say three o'clock again we make sure we're back in that spot at three o'clock or before and we fish it hard and everybody, you know, chances are we're going to see a fish. Yeah. Muskies are tough. Cause like muskies are the worst thing about them is you're trying to pattern a fish that doesn't eat very often. So <laughs> it's like, you know, and <laughs> yeah. then you're like, people want to ask you about like figure eighting and stuff too. And, and then you're talking about an even smaller, amount of time you know of when you're musky fishing you're actually figure eighting so it's like it's kind of just yeah the biggest thing i tell people at the shop is like there's just like there's you know every group of friends you got that one dumb friend you know that dumb idiot friend who'll do whatever the hell you do tell them to do like the fish are the same dude we're all animals like there's dumb ones or smart ones. It's all situational. Like that's, that's the thing with fishing is like, it's all, you got to try everything. You got to yeah. try everything until <laughs> something works. And then you can say, Oh, this works, you know? <laughs> Dude, it's like, <clears throat> uh, I fished the same exact tailwater, like the same stretch for like eight months straight last year. <laughs> and yeah. it was like, 
I know this fly should work. And then, you know, it's like, I've been out there all day. I ended up figuring it out, you know, where I could catch fish pretty much every time I went out. But it was like the first, first few trips, dude, it was like, what, what am I doing wrong? Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like tying flies on backwards and like trying to figure out what's, wh- why aren't you eating this? But it's just, you, you got to try stuff, dude. You got to. Oh yeah. And that's, that's so rewarding too. You know, like, yeah. Maybe it's not the, the the norm, you know, but. Yeah, but that's a huge thing that's being different. It's like, that's like a huge advantage that we have being fly tires is that, you know, you can make something that no one else has. Like, and there's something to be said about that. You know, uh, they, they see the same things over and over, especially pressured fish, you know, it's just like, even if someone says it's not going to work and it's crazy, like they eat pink worms like why do they do that (laughs) i don't know you know (laughs) i don't know why they do it but they do it you know (laughs) yeah i've I've, i mean i've I've got a right that's right yeah on queencityguiding.com i got my own they're a little bit more durable than those ones oh well you hear that folks go uh go go check it out (laughs) Dude, I, I do need to. I went through your stuff the other day, but I need to go back through because I need to get some more eyes, some like three yeah. eyes and stuff. So yeah, I do need to order some more of that. That's one thing I am pretty uh, low on right now. <laughs> but that's well. the that's the way it always is in retail. It's yeah. like, oh, I need this, and I'm like, I got like one of those, man. I don't know. <laughs> I have one single eye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is crazy, like, some of the things you see. And then, like, people just leave, too. Like, I had a guy the other day come in, and he's asking for leaders. And I was like, well, I have all the tippet to make leaders. And he's just like, all right, man, I'll be back. And it's like, just build your own leader. It's cheaper to do that, you know? Like, I don't know. Well, you know, one of the things is, though, is a lot of people don't know how. No, no, a lot of, I mean, my, my buddy, uh, one buddy, Brandon, that I fished with quite a bit, like we were fishing a few, probably like a month ago and he broke off and then he was sitting on the bank and I like came down after a while and like, what's up, dude? And he's like, well, I broke off. I don't have another leader. I was like, just tie another leader up. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he was like, I don't have the stuff to do that. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, you just use the same tippet that you're using to tie on the end. You just taper it down like I, I don't know so i built him one it was just like he's like you carry all that stuff on me i was on you i was like okay. yeah i mean to build a leader for me you know i use maximal ultra green you know like to build my leader majority of the time that's and then like i'll use tip it down from there but majority of my leader is maximal ultra green and it's 16 bucks for 220 yards of it you know <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, uh, like, my, my streamer leaders is either, like, that cheap-ass fluorocarbon. I'm not talking, like, yeah. the T-line, but, like, okay. the, uh, Berkeley Vanish. I like that stuff. You yeah, that at Walmart. Vanish. Yeah, dude. But if it's not that, it's, like, it's, like, this trialing big game, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, dude. I, my leaders are, they're really complicated, bro. It's, like, it's a foot and a half of 20 pound and then uh 
two and a half foot of 12 pound <laughs> 12 pound of your fly and you're done yeah. yeah and that's all you need for bass and that's the thing is like you know it's just like that honestly one of the biggest barriers for people getting into fly fishing is like people think that it's complicated and people think that it's expensive and it doesn't have to be either of those things and that's like something that i preach like crazy at my shop like things don't have to be this expensive things are this expensive because the industry wants you to spend money yes you know and that's i mean it's <laughs> i'm probably hurting myself by saying this but like it doesn't have to be expensive like there's so many things that you just don't have to buy that like they sell because people buy them you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, you're not joking, but, you know, talking about affordability, you know, that's one of the big things we talk about here on the podcast. But uh, something I've noticed is that I, I thought was pretty dope is that you sell wolf rods. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm going to yeah. honestly, I'm going to look into selling those max on too. Like I looked into those after listening to your guys podcast and like, I don't know, man, for that price, like. That's what I'm trying to do is like when you're getting people into this sport, like it doesn't have to be expensive. Like if somebody's going to use a rod twice a year, it doesn't have to cost a thousand dollars, you know, that's no, like, it doesn't, it doesn't at all. And, you know, dude, I mean, I'm a huge advocate of, of Max and Outfitters and it's yeah. not because they're just like one of our sponsors. It's sure. Um, like I've caught record class fish on on their rods you know i've i've literally, I literally have every rod that they make nice nice and uh, when i was guiding i guided on them you know it's like they're 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 honestly really good rods dude <laughs> that's and, honestly and, a great great rod for guiding because like i don't like using expensive stuff for clients clients don't give a shit about your stuff they don't care how expensive like some people no. want to fish expensive stuff but like I'm not going to fish expensive stuff if you're going to bang it off a rock all day, you know? <laughs> you know, that's one of the other things too, is like, man, it's, it's like this, I, I don't own like any incredibly expensive setups, you know, like, yeah, I have like the most expensive max and rods and they're like, they're still drag reel to pair with it because they, you know, that's my, that's going to be my flats rod for when I yeah. go target reds and stuff like that. So yeah, I'll spend a little bit more on that, but it's like, dude it's a tool you know it's like it's a tool if yep. i'm not gonna buy a pocket knife that i'm afraid that if i chip the blade there's no warranty or because i'm doing something stupid or it's gonna get dull it's a knife dude like i'm gonna use it's it as a same hammer. thing with all my boats you know it's the same thing it's a tool man like i like having a nice boat it's all well and good but like if it hits a rock it hits a rock it's a drift boat it's made to hit rocks like it's a tool. It gets me to the fish. Like I'm not into boating. I'm into fishing on a boat. Yeah, dude. You know? <laughs> exactly. dude, exactly. You know, like, like back to the, you know, the, the whole knife thing, right? Like it's going to be a screwdriver. It's going to be a can opener. It's going to be a hammer. Like it's, it, it is made to be used. And I don't, especially with clients, dude, like, uh, one time, <laughs> one time I had this, this, this gal, she was water hauling because you know god bless her she couldn't cast sure. and it was it was her first time out there you know and you know a lot of people were like oh water home why don't you just take an hour and teach them because we don't have an hour we don't have right. an hour dude like, yeah and yeah. honestly people like 
like I said before, like if they're only going to do it once or twice a year, they don't give a shit if they know how they can cast it, you know? Like no. that doesn't matter. What they matter is like that they have fun and like if they want to catch fish, like try and catch fish, obviously. But like it's more so much about guiding is more about selling yourself, selling your stories, selling, you know, it's like it goes back to what I said before about weeding people out it's like i gotta spend four to eight hours on the water with you and like if we don't jive as people like that's gonna be a long four hours you know yeah no no shit (laughs) (laughs) and people don't get that you know like all these young kids that come into the shop want to be guides and stuff and it's just like like they just they still like catching fish themselves it's like since i've had a shop and been a guide i've caught so many less fish you know (laughs) and that's gotta be you know it's you gotta be about having them catch fish not you you know you you have to appreciate them catching fish more than yourself for sure for sure you you absolutely i mean you you said it dude (laughs) i'm just repeating what you said man like you that's that's it man like I, i guess we're talking about guiding now but that people people really don't get that you know like I've, I've, I guided for a year, right? That was it. I'm, I'm still really fresh to this, but I understand that it's like, <clears throat> I need to get along with you. Um, if you're an asshole, that's going to make a really long day for both of us. Yep. And it's, it's like, but if I'm an asshole, it's also going to make a really long day for both of us. So for sure. And it's like, I really want you to catch fish but we need to set like realistic expectations. Like you've never cast a fly rod. We're right. going to do our damnedest to put you on fish, but we're, we're going to look forward to these fried potatoes for lunch. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's like with musky guiding, you know, especially on the fly too, like it's even worse, you know, like I got to weed those people out and be like, yo, listen, it could happen the first time. Or like God's honest truth, it took me three years to catch my first muskie on the fly. You know, like it. You know, I grind. And like in the beginning, it's like, oh, it's no big deal, no big deal. Who cares? I'll catch one when I catch one. And then, yo, that shit starts to bother you like more and more. You know, (laughs) you hook one, you lose it, you see them. You know, and then it's like, wow, now I really want it. But you just got to go into you know a musky on the fly no like uh, musky in general it doesn't matter like you got to know that like if you see fish like that's a great thing you know it's like uh, catching them is definitely not guaranteed it's it's not guaranteed in any fishing let alone musky fishing no but dude like just even moving a fish is so valuable that's incredible. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of people have never seen a fish that big. Yeah. You know, it's like with the muskie and like even with the like salmon fishing and shit up here, you know, it's like I had clients from Texas and like this lady's like, this is the biggest fish I've ever seen in my life. It's like swimming by her ankles, you know, and I was like, that's a small salmon, you know, it's like <laughs> it's not that big. You know, they get a lot bigger than that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, a lot of people just like, and that's the thing is like people who do this all day, every day, you know, and like are super into this industry or just fishing in general, like it gets so much more particular. And it's like, you know, my, my first muskie I caught was 20 some inches. I showed that to my parents and I was like, ah, you know, it's like a baby, you know? (laughs) And they're like, that's (laughs) fucking sweet. That's the biggest fish I've ever seen, you know? And it's like, 
it just puts it in perspective, you know, like other people don't do this all day, all the time, you know, it's just like, it's different for every person, you know? Dude, like I am, I am not to have the record, right? Well, I'm, I am chasing a record, but it's to tell yeah. one of my good friends, fuck off. Like, because he, he has the record, right? And I want to yeah. beat, I want to beat him. I don't care about the record. I just want to beat him. <laughs> and dude, it's like I've I've seen like in this for long nose gar is what I'm after, yeah. right? And it's just like I know I I told my daughter this morning or when she she said something about the podcast and I was like I said that the guy's fish and she goes what does he fish for? And I said he fishes a lot for gar and she was like what that's awesome. <laughs> I was like I know man that's super cool. <laughs> We actually just saw one the other day. I was the first time I've seen one in a while. It's like it was a little tiny one, but we got like I want to say spotted gar. Oh yeah, I don't know. Small. They only get like three, four foot, something like that. No, that's still a big fish, though. You yeah. Know I mean? <laughs> See, once again, you're saying small one, you know, yeah. and it's like three, four foot. Like average person is like, holy shit, that's huge. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I'm sorry, I cut you off. You're talking about the record fish. Oh no, once dude, it's just, it's just like you see these big fish and like they'll chase and I've, I've i want to get a gopro so i can like show people sure you know like hey no like this is actually exhilarating shit like yeah because you can catch them in the eight dude like they chase oh, like, hell you, yeah you can you can overhand retrieve that shit under your arm dude and they'll just yeah. be they'll be just smoking it and it's yeah it's in it's 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 like eat a lot i'd say it's easier they're like musky but it's not that it's easier it's just that there's more of them sure 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 yeah it's yeah, like it's... when when people run into them around here it's like you know you run into like a school of them you know like a shit ton yeah. of them but like nobody really fishes for them around here i, I want to though for sure oh, dude, <laughs> i'll be you picking totally... your brain on that shit don't worry oh, don't yeah, you dude. worry dude after this for sure yeah 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 <laughs> For sure, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like a lot of like our uh, the creek mouths and stuff get them in like different areas. Like uh, Chautauqua actually has like quite a few gar too. It's another big musky lake by us, but it's you know it's a big lake. It's not one of the great lakes, but it's it's big. So. I just realized I didn't ask you how you got into fishing. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I mean, I've been fishing for, I fish with my dad, you know, I fish with my dad a lot when I was younger. And it's funny now because like now my dad's starting to like get more interested in it because he sees that like how into it I am. But, you know, when I started fly fishing, my dad, like, made fun of me and shit, you know, he was like, that's stupid, you know, because, like, everybody has that stigma that it's, like, this uppity, you know, tweed coat wearing people, and it's just, like, it's not that anymore, you know, it's not, it's, like, it can be cool, it can be whatever you want it to be, that's the thing, you know, and uh, so, yeah, I got into fishing just with my dad like uh pond fishing and then we would uh, also trout fish you know just with like bait and spinners and stuff like that uh, on the same uh creek that i i pretty much live right by now so yeah i've been oh, fishing yeah. that creek for a long time so <laughs> that's awesome <dude. laughs> 
but yeah so, i just fished and then you know after even after like high school and stuff i got i fished with like my buddies you know have like the same crew of dudes that like i fished opening day with i don't know if it's i think it's it's over 10 years now i want to say maybe 15 somewhere around there years we've been fishing every day or every opening because we have an opening day here you know we have april 1st traditionally was up until last year was opening day of trout you know so they stock everything and then um april 1st you're allowed to harvest the fish and stuff like that so it's always just a ton of people but like honestly for the last 10 years at least it's been more of like you know a party and hang out with friends than anything (laughs) (laughs) so so You said Niagara is November. So October is the beast. Yeah. And you're going again. I mean, you, so you won it last, was it last year that you won it? Or? Yeah, last year. Yep. So yeah. It was, uh, Jason. So Jason from the podcast, Jason yeah. Thompson, he was on my team. And then our buddy PJ too, he's from around there in PA. He, I want to see he lives in like Pittsburgh now. So yeah, we're doing it again the same team again this year so it's just weird like I've done the tournament honestly this is this will be my sixth year but every year I maybe besides one I've had a different team you know (laughs) (laughs) it's been cycling through all kinds of different buddies (laughs) so (laughs) but next year is going to be tough because my buddy who I fish with a lot here my my good friend Alex he uh he's just like he's been a musky nut you know I got him into it a few years ago and he's he's been going hard like he's been doing really well this year even he caught a 40 this year he's caught oh damn I don't even know five maybe four or five this year I'd say so yeah he's been going crazy he's just got a lot more time on his hands you know (laughs) (laughs) but uh he's got he's had like weddings the last two years so uh next year will be the the first year that he can actually fish it again and he's jonesing to get back and fish the beast again so it's a dude the beast is a fun time and that's the thing is like it's crazy that it never sells out like it's a it's a fucking riot with a lot of good dudes and like yeah it's a lot of money per angler but like as far as a tournament goes it's really not and like you get all you get gear you get to hang out with all these dudes you get food you know it's like it, it's totally worth it uh even just to be around the people and like the things you're gonna learn you know i mean it's it's invaluable you know it's it's not necessarily the money for the tournament it's the money for the experience and the knowledge yeah. And the friendship. Well, and it's a it's a fundraiser too, you know. All that yeah. money goes towards like I don't live in PA, but like all that money goes towards PA muskies, like that, towards that goes towards, either feeding them or stocking them or something like that, you know. Like all yeah, that they, money. They used, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut y'all. No, you're all good. Yeah, they they used. I mean, they they stocked some musky. Uh, it's yep. the it's the Nittany, uh the. I don't even know how to say it. Nittany that. Valley Muskie Alliance, yes. Chapter 64, Muskies Inc. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 doing good stuff, dude. And it's not like it's wasted. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And that's like PA is, you know, it's it's an hour, hour and a half, you know, for me to drive down to PA. But 
PA doesn't have a closed season. You know, you can fish for muskies year round there and they do a lot of stocking. They do a lot of stuff to help their muskie. You know, like yeah. PA is a great state for muskie fishing. Like our state's good for muskie fishing too, but New York has uh, a lot of, a lot of our environmental things are just a way out of whack. You know, like <laughs> we have New York city to compete with and it's like, you know, that city has more than, you know, more people in it than so much of our state, you know, and our state is yeah. huge. And that's the thing is like, a lot of the interests are towards New York city. And it's like <laughs> being in the military, you know, people ask you like, Oh, you're from New York. And they assume you're from New York city is like, when I was in the military, I'd never even been to New York city, you know, like I live <laughs> as far away from you as New York city as you can get, you know? <laughs> that's that's what i used to think about people from pa like uh one of the other instructors she was like she's like yeah i'm from pennsylvania it's like oh you're from the fucking city and she's like <laughs> she's like no hell no she's like no i'm not from the city i mean no. i was like what are you talking about like pittsburgh like isn't that right. like all pennsylvania she's like no you're you're fucking stupid yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh i mean pittsburgh is crazy it's a big city but like if you go into pennsylvania from where i live like south of where i live you go over the border like it seems like there ain't many people around at all you know <laughs> it's a lot more <laughs> rural you know <laughs> yeah yeah i'd love to have a camp or something down there at some point man it's it's nice it's nice that it seems like there is a lot less people and that's uh the one downside of our state is you know it's like especially buffalo buffalo is growing you know buffalo's on the up and up the up and coming you know it's uh like housing out here is crazy you know <laughs> yeah dude so um let, let's take a second let's talk talk a little bit about flies right so sure. um what has been like your top seller in your shop like <laughs> well honestly I, i'd say it's probably my my jiggy sculpting that that pattern i just tied so like i i think i counted the other day it was like three or four hundred of those i've already sent out this year you know so it's uh it's a very pretty pretty simple sculpting pattern but it's uh it works and yeah, uh, it's just durable too. Like I take, I put way too much time into it. You know, it's like I probably end up losing money on them, but realistically, but I, I, they ain't gonna break. You know. <laughs> well, dude, I mean, that's you know that that's another thing too for like any any young guys that don't actually listen to this. It's like if you want to get into tying flies commercially, um, you're not just selling a fly; you're selling your name. For sure. For sure. You, yourself yeah, and that's credit. the thing is like so many people try like undersell themselves with flies and it's like i mean honestly I, I i'm in the business you know i sell flies for a living pretty much these days and that's like uh you don't make more money by set by charging less and like people pay more you know people don't do it that's the thing about it, is people don't tie flies you know it's like it's an art so like that's the only like art that i've ever been good at is making shit you know like i can make yeah. stuff out of wood out of feathers out of you know i could never draw i could never paint i never played any instruments you know but like 
I can make shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's my art. And that's the thing is, you know, it's like, you gotta know that your time is worth something. And that's, you know, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's just tough to, you know, like, especially if it's just flies like selling just flies like unless somebody else is selling them for you is tough because you're trying to make a living off of selling something that sells for three bucks like you gotta sell a lot you know (laughs) and you know and you can't you can't sell at what like these retail places are selling at either you know and i and when i say retail i don't mean like you know mom and pop fly shops are like what you've got going i mean like the days that were like mass bulk from like mfc and all that stuff like sure the the quality you get at like ryan's shop is going to be tenfold over easily what you get mass produced from the difference is like the people who sell you stuff like that like they don't know anything about it they just buy it and sell it and they're looking for your money whereas like everything that i have in my shop like I either tied it myself or like all the materials. Like I have all those materials because I've used them. I've personally used all of those materials. Like, you know, and that's like all my fly tires I tie for the shop. Like I, I go through their shit. I go through it and I'm you know, very critical on it because like that, like you said before, that's my name, you know, that's my name is on that product. And like, that should mean something to people. And like, yes, it's only a small little thing to catch fish but your name is on it and you should stand behind it you know and that's the, the problem is that there's so many people that can fly can tie flies you know there's so many people that can tie flies and the problem is that even a shitty fly will catch fish you know yeah. <laughs> so people selling <laughs> shitty flies like if you fish only that fly like you're going to catch some fish on it. And that's, you know, that's the downside is, you know, that uh, I know what I'm producing. I know I'm doing it for a reason, you know, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. Like Like it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's mops, dude. Like, yeah, it's, it's, but the thing that's like, you know, so many people hate on different things and this and that, and like, I don't care, man. I don't care. As long as you're inside of the rules, you're not breaking any laws. You do you, man. Like you want to fish bait on your fly rod, like go ahead. But like, you don't have to, you know, like you could tie a worm fly and it's going to work. Like, I mean, not as maybe sometimes as well, you know, sometimes better, but it's also going to catch you fish after fish after fish. Whereas like they eat the worm, it's gone, you know? And like, that's like my number one thing with like egg sacks is like, I don't like the smell, man. I couldn't stand that <laughs> shit. You know, like I can't, I, I couldn't cure my own eggs and all that shit. Like it stinks. It's gross. Dude, and then like, it get, and then it gets I don't want to carry bones. bait around on me. <laughs> yeah, like dude, even it. with my kid, she fishes fucking <laughs> gulp minnows because like, yeah, they stink, but like I can leave that little tin of gulp minnows in my fucking vehicle for like a week in the sun and it doesn't smell any worse, you know? yeah so <laughs> they, i mean and like egg sacks bro they like they stay in your waiters like they stay in oh. your hands dude it's dude, just you should see so like we got in uh hamburg town by me we get there's like a, a shop there's a dude that sells pin rods and like you know he 
he makes his own reels and shit like that. Well, anyways, <laughs> so, but like they sell egg sacks and like that, the fucking refrigerator that those egg sacks are in, like the front of it just has this like fucking primordial ooze that just runs out of the fucking front of it and it's orange and it's disgusting dude oh, it's so fucking gross uh, dude i almost got like i like we uh, so like I, in the town i live in there's a dam springville dam scoby dam is like uh the dam on the cat on cat creek so i was fishing there the one day and there's this kid pin and bait you know he's up above me by the dam and like it was all good we were the only two there we're fishing you know like then I looked down and like I tangled in his shit and like I looked up he was on his phone he wasn't paying attention you know so his shit came down into mine I was like whatever no big deal you know so I pull in my stuff and he's my hook went right through his bag right through his egg sack you know his stinky fucking sack So I fucking got to pull it all apart, trying to like get it out, you know? So I get it out. I throw his stuff back in the water and I'm like, you know, said something to him and like, he must've thought I was pissed at him or something like that. So like when he goes to leave, he comes back by me and he's like, Oh man, like, I'm really sorry about that. But I was like, it's all good, bro. Like, I just want to know, like, how do you do it? And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, how do you stand the smell of that shit? Like, I can still smell that on my fingers, like, from, like, your dirty... Oh, it's gross, dude. Like, <laughs> get out of here. Like, I fish fucking beads. I, like, honestly, a lot of times I fish craft store beads. Craft store beads, bro. They work. You don't have to be fancy. Dude, like, I tie on so many, like... Pretty much all my glass beads are craft store. <laughs> but yeah. I've, got, I've got this like straggle string, like polar chenille fucking yarn, bro. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's shit works just fine. It actually adds more weight to the streamers. The polar chenille? Well, dude, so I'll, I'll show you after this. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, I mean, I've got like, I've got polar chenille, but I found yeah, this yeah. yarn. That's just like Polar Chanel. Yeah, I got that too. It's for yeah, sale, queencityguiding.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ryan, dude, we are coming up on our one hour, and this has been a blast, man. <laughs> <laughs> where where can everybody find you? Where where can they find Queen City Guiding? Where the, can they purchase things from you and just get a hold of you to talk to you and ask questions? If you Google Queen City Guiding, my my website will come up. My store hours will come up. So that's those store hours. Someone will be there. I'll answer the phone, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> online stores, 24 hours a day. Stuff's going to ship next day if I have it in stock. Uh, my flies, uh, you'll see on my website, I got it split up between two different sections. You know, I have stuff that's in stock, ready to go, and then like custom orders for flies. Um, I have a YouTube, uh, pretty much everything's Queen City Guiding, Queen City Guiding on Instagram, Queen City Guiding on, um, Facebook. And then I also have a YouTube. I got 20 different patterns on there, uh, that I've tied, you know, YouTube tying tutorials. Each one of them has links to every material that I used in there, (laughs) which goes right back to my store. So 
please any support you give me that'll be fucking sweet <laughs> yeah, dude. uh yeah just uh i'm always i'm trying to add more stuff onto the youtube especially like uh like fishing videos and stuff like that too because uh i don't know it's just instagram's been tough lately and i just i don't know it's easier to like schedule posting one video a week than worrying about keeping up with my instagram all the time <laughs> dude i hear you i'm just the worst with it i i post it for like a week and then i just won't for a month and i used to be way more active back when instagram was cool you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> well dude for real thanks so much for you know just coming out and hanging out with me and talking shit and it's it's been awesome dude and for everybody listening go follow ryan on all of his stuff check out his materials if you are someone that buys online uh especially if you don't have a fly shop around you like maybe you live in texas like majority <laughs> of our listeners for some reason are in texas thank you guys um if you can't buy local from one of the like four shops here uh go buy from ryan all right Support small business yeah and, um, <laughs> for all of our sponsors once again that is uh angry rooster fly company that's rocky phillips out of texas uh you've got uh troutlander nets that's uh west fulbright out of south carolina max and outfitters that's justin and the crew out there in uh kent washington and then you've got Lid Rig, which was our buddy Scott Wilday out in Utah. And all of those are small business. All right. So go support the people. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It means a lot. Um, all of our continued listenership. It's, it's been fantastic. It's how we get awesome guests like Ryan on this evening to come share with us. So thank you so much for that. And until next time. Uh, Y'all eat your vegetables and we'll see you. <laughs>